Hey, this bitch on. Rolex, cut it up. Rolex, buttercup. It's time for the hottest, hottest, hottest radio show and podcast. I just looked at my wrist. I got time today. With DJ it's time for Chef Radio. Radio. Yes, sir. Welcome to Start a Hearing for our podcast. You already know I'm your host, Fire the Most Man, DJ Prem is always in the building. I got my next guest in the building. I always said that my next guest might be the best guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What's going on, y'all? This is Jock from Houston, Texas. Hold it down. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I always start the interviews off asking people um, how they hear about Chef Radio, but I I think I met you at Hard Body Kiati's joint, right? Yeah, man. It was that. It was our first. I think it was the first one he did, man. And we just sat there and chopped it up, and Hell yeah. you know, I was at a network and do all that stuff. And next thing you know, boom. Hell yeah! Now you here, man. Chopping. Yeah, hey, yeah. bro. That's what all. That's what it's about, man. Getting out there, networking, talking to people, bro. Um, I always say that's one of the biggest things. Um, yeah, but yeah, what? For sure. What actually made you want to come on Chef Radio? Man, you know. I just, I think I like talking. I just, I just like talking to people, and you know, um, I want, I want to promote my music, and you know, really just again, just get to know people, and you know, I, I really liked your vibe, and so you know, when you, when you told me, you know, that's something you did, I was like, well, you know, I'm pushing, you pushing, let's <laughs> let's yeah. come on, let's see if we can do something. So you know, hell yeah, I appreciate that, bro. Yeah, no, no doubt, man, no doubt. And you just told excited. me off off camera this is your first interview. This is my first interview. Look, look, hey. Remember this moment, guys. Cause look, a couple yeah. years down the line, when we're pow, we're gonna play back. We're gonna be like, I remember this, man. Oh, DJ Prem, bro. I'm telling you, we in it. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. Um, what actually got you into music? Um, man, I've really been singing my whole life, man. Um, really just, but I. My mother, she she was she was a really big singer. You know, she had a couple times where she really could have made it but you know things things held her back yeah and you know it was it was wild and so that kind of always sat with me but i've always been around music I have a degree from the prairie a&m university that's what's up um yeah yeah so i have a degree in music and piano proficiency and um um i, I didn't i didn't really take it too serious until about 2020 when i really started writing so okay okay um so you're you're a singer I am. I do R and B. R M B. That's you know. A lot of people say they do R and B and rap, but R and B. No. You just strictly R and B. Strictly R and B, and I, I like to make music that is going to you know sit with you longer than a couple months. Um, sure. I want to make music that that rests with you for days after I'm after I'm gone, decades sure. after I'm gone. You absolutely, know? absolutely. Do you have a song that you've written so far, or you made so far that you like? Yeah, this this is it. Um, I do. I feel. I feel like that's it. Um, I have an album coming out next Friday on okay. the fourteenth called In Morado Book One. Okay. Um, um, and so I would say it's nine chapters. You know, aka nine songs. Um, and there's one on there that I really, really, I think. If well, all the songs on there, I put my all my toes and feet <laughs> into, but. Yeah. Um, just this one in particular, you know, it took months in production because of like all kinds of setbacks. But the more pushback that I got from the more I dug into making sure that it was going to be perfect. And, you know, I kind of wrote it with that. uh, And it's funny because of just what's going on with Kiki Palmer and everything (laughs) and that guy. But I wrote it with that mindset of, singing in the rain like old dude on the boondocks man he mm. was like really in there yeah. and you know and i and i want you to really really feel that so what inspired that what what actually what inspired the whole album um just oh that's a great question i think i think what really inspired it i think i just wrote a collection i knew i wanted to put out a project i think okay. let's start there i know it's about a project i had already had a single out that was that was really nice, and you know people really loved it, and you know I was getting more feedback than I was expecting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I was expecting something big, but it was the the big in the way God gave it to me was right. was was obviously not what I expected. Right. And so, um, and so I 
I was inspired to write a series of songs that gave a perspective from love. The word enamorado, let's start there. The word enamorado means a man that loves or a man that is loved. Okay. Like I've always been a words guy, you know, like a big vocabulary guy. I'm not for saying sure. like I'm this big honk a door, but no, I you feel know, what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? saying? I've always been intrigued with words and so when I was thinking of the project, I had to get a name first. I had to get a name of what I wanted the project to be first. And then I was like, okay, I can go from there. And when I found Enamorado and I dug into what it meant, I was like, okay, then I can now I can write a series of songs that come from just different aspects of love. And so when you hear the project, that's literally what you're going to get. Every single song is different musically. It's not far-fetched. It's not like all out all here. All over the place, yeah. But it's, it's in the chapter. Like I said, it's different. It's a different chapter with, yeah. each, with each one, so... I think I really, I got a hunch. I don't know, guys. I got a hunch. No, nah, I feel this you. It's going to be jammed. I feel you, man. Yeah. Um, what's the creative process like when you're in the studio or even before the studio when you're making a song or the album? Um, the beauty for me right now is being, just being in the, in just where I am as an artist, mm -hmm. one I have I've I've, I've had one because I, when I once I realized I had a routine I was like oh, okay yeah. shit I'm, I'm moving <laughs> yeah. you know um, but along with that I'm it's it's still I'm still learning it you know but what I, what I can tell you right now is one either I'm in the mood to write like I'm either boom mm -hmm. in it to write or I'm doing nothing not even thinking about writing and bow. You got thirty seconds to get this idea down. For sure. Boom. Yep. It, you better you better go. What you gonna do? And, now, and <laughs> that'll come. It doesn't matter where, what time it is. I can be sleep, middle of the night. Like my first single I wrote, I wrote that literally in the middle of the night. It woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, Okay, there's a song and I gotta write it and boom. Yep. And it was crazy. And ever since then, man, you know, it I've had songs that I lost. Like, I was just too tired. I was like, that's fucking beautiful, but I'm not getting up. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel you. Um, I feel so, you. so, I mean, that that's where it starts. And then from there, man, I just get, I have to be motivated into, you know, once once I love it, then I put it on the piano because I have a keyboard at the house. I put it on the piano and I do a little bit. Whether, it doesn't matter where it starts. That's the other beautiful part of it. Mm. It can either start with a hum, a melody, words, or Sometimes it comes in a whole wave where I have a lot, and I'm like, okay, boom, I got a lot to work with. So it, yeah. I, it, I, it's always sporadic. That's how I know it's, 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 you know, it's God moving with me. You know For what sure. I'm saying? And so, you know, I'll write a little bit, and then wherever I stop at, I'll go to sleep. Yeah. And if I, and if I wake up and I still like it, then we're rocking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now I also have um, other pieces like, okay, this song, this, I have this one song that I'm working on. I'm going to stop right there. But I have this one song I'm working <laughs> on, and I had about I had about six bars, right? About six bars. Okay. And that's all I had. That was it. And so I put it I put it to the side. Like, I have, a, have I'm, I'm at about 50 or 60, uh, about 60, 65 written songs. You know what I'm saying? Whether okay. they are complete, a little bit, or whatever. But that's about 50, about 60, okay. you know? Um, and I've I've taken a break. That's when that's when I've taken a break because I've been promoting and marketing like sure. that game. Trying to get your, yourself. Um, up. but yeah. So so me and my producer, he came. He was like, "Hey man, I got this one. What can, what can you do with it? Because we I co-produced the whole album with my guy Gonzo, aka Super Diesel, stupid mad scientist man. Okay. So me and him, all, every single track on there, we co-produced together, and he's a beast. Some now some songs I came. And it was straight from the brain, and we boom. Mm -hmm. Other songs, he had a piece, or he had like a whole little section, and then you know I came and was like, "Ooh, I want yeah. this, boom, boom, boom." Mm -hmm. But you know, we 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 tag team that whole thing. Jeff, you know, Hardy Boys, this thing. Okay. Um, um, but nevertheless, so with the song, um, um, we started working on it, and next thing you know, it, I'm like, okay, I gotta write. We started working something in the studio, really wasn't feeling it. So I'm like, okay. He was like, don't force it. He always tells me don't force yeah, it. Yeah, that's okay. a fact. I said, I got you, bro. I got you. Because I'm like a dog chasing a, a car, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm not going to force it. So I get home, open up the book, because he gave me the beat. I was like, dude, just record on my phone. Just give me yeah. something so I can work with it. Yeah. Get to the house, trying and crazy. Because God don't make no mistakes. Facts. I'm flipping through, right? Flipping through, trying, because I got this big, 
kind of like the water boy and i don't want to tell my secrets but i got okay. i got you know i got like a water boy folder where all my music is and now i'm okay. up to actually i'm up to, i'm actually up to like three different ones now now you know Damn. okay but you know so i'm flipping through you know the one i want to write through i literally was like no i want to put it in this one you know mm-hmm. flipping through flipping through looking for a page and next thing you know it i happen to stop on those six bars that i said and Everything that I write, when I write, I also, because I'll fucking forget. Like, I, mm-hmm. even if I have the words, I might forget the melody. Okay. So I yeah, put, yeah. I, I record it on my phone, yeah, voice memos, and I write down the keys or the chords for it. Yeah. You know, okay. so, so I can always come back. Yeah. So I'm flipping through, and next, you know, I'm like, oh, I read through the words. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And I was like, I started, had the, because I started the beat <laughs> fresh in my head. I was like, oh, oh, snap. And then I looked, <laughs> and I was like, hold on, I think this might be in the same yeah. key. And mm-hmm. then, boom. Wrote the whole little sixteen. That's crazy. And, and the and the chorus. Wrote the sixteen and the chorus. That's crazy. Yeah, man. So it's it's wild. Yeah, it come. It, hey, stuff comes about like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's funny, man. Quick story. I, I've uh, for the last I I'd say like it's probably like four years, four to five years, bro. I have had the same dream. It's well, I take that back. It's a different dream, but the same aspect or the same like thing in it yeah. which is i hear a song that i've made okay or no no i hear i hear a song it's my song i don't know if i've made it yet or if i need to make it but because i used to be an artist right but i it would it would just come on and i'd hear it i'd be like yeah this is it like it's i know it's the one but every time i wake up i can never remember what it was like I could, I could, it could be at the end of my dream, and I wake up, and I'm like, I can't, I don't remember the melody, I don't remember the lyrics, I don't remember the beat, I don't remember anything, and it's like, well, if that's the case, and it's just, you know, how I feel spiritually, man. If that's the case, if it's the same dream, it's gonna happen. Oh, for sure. Because boom, it's there. Like you just, you just, <laughs> it's just no, no sure. one wasting the dreams, and it just not, you know. But sure. it, it's gonna happen, and and like old people say, just keep living, big dog. Oh yeah, absolutely. Keep living, absolutely. and then boom, next you know it, you gonna oh, it's gonna feel like deja vu, but it's not deja vu because you dreamed yeah. it. It was already there. It was you know, boom. So facts. that's gonna be beautiful. I can't wait till you ah, that moment. Yeah, nah, real talk. Real talk. Real that's talk gonna be, that's gonna be uh, beautiful. It's it, it don't it don't come it don't come super often, but like I say, like every f- like four to five months, I'll have that. One hey man, that's like, that's right. beautiful. That's beautiful. Like I said, because because it, it's forthcoming. It's it's like it's it's foreshadowing. Like you know yeah. when they, when they talk to him, so it's literally foreshadowing. Yeah. And I think that is a beauty to have for you. I think you know in the process of how my life has panned out, a lot of stuff has been foreshadowed to me. Spiritual, because that's how I, I'm speaking. Because I know what you're feeling, yeah, you know. For sure. Um, and and mine, mine are more daydreams, you know. Yeah. More and more like daydreams, but at the same time, you know, I never have a date. You never have a date. You never, you never have a date. You got these wonderful, beautiful dreams, everything that he's shown you, but you just never have a date, and so you just got to work. Yep. Real you know, I was watching. Um, you know, I did my homework. You know, before I came, and okay. so. Uh, uh, the the I don't want to say her name wrong. The Ryan, Ryan, Michelle. Ryan Michelle. Ryan Michelle. That was a yep. cold. That was some. Cold, she was dropping some gems. She man. was dropping some gems. She was dropping some gems, man. Shout out to you, Ryan. Real yeah. talk. Um, but you know, God don't make mistakes, man. And you really just gotta, you just gotta keep working. That's facts. Yeah. That's facts, man. Yeah. Um, I know you was kind of, you almost kind of got into it. I'm gonna ask you. Uh, do you have any like? Rituals or anything that you do before you either go to the studio or before you go on stage or anything like that. You have now, anything to do? I do. I do have a few small ones because I, you know, I, as a kid, I would always read the tabloids, and when I was, I was always interested in the ones that said, you know, twelve things you don't know about the artist, and so okay. it was always little quirky little things, and yeah. so I was like, okay, what little quirky thing did I want to make up? You know? <laughs> like, I, none of this stuff do I need, but yeah. you know, I just do it. Um, I, my band's name. Um, we're called a shot of sweet tea, and we're called a shot of sweet tea because the goal, because we've been, I failed the last two guys. I'm so sorry, band. But the goal <laughs> is for us to all take a shot of sweet tea before we go. Just straight sweet tea, no, no alcohol. Okay. Just sweet tea in there, you know. Just a shot of sugar to the head yeah. before we go and rock out on stage. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. And and it's just you know just little things like that. Or I don't really have a ritual. I I just have to. I just have to feel right. When I go into the studio, I just got to feel right. 
And when I write, like I said, I just, you know, I got it, you know. Yeah. It's what I said earlier, you know, just yeah. got to feel it. Yeah. I feel like, man, for me, because uh, being an artist when I was an artist and also being a DJ, bro, like, I get into a whole different character, you know, either when I'm in the booth or when I'm in the booth. <laughs> but yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, like, and you can definitely, if you, if people, the people that have listened to my music, like, you can tell one, I don't talk like I rap. I don't sound like my ad-libs and everything. I turn into a whole, like, a, a whole other person. A character. Yeah, you no. No, it's definitely, a, uh, for me, it's definitely a job. Yeah, and so, and at my job, and, you know, and just especially people who look like us, you know what I'm saying? When we're at our job, we are a different character. For sure. You know what I'm saying? And so that's how I treat it now. You know what I'm saying? And even, I'm also a choir teacher, and so my students know. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Um, my students know, like, hey, you know, I love to have fun. We're all about the mix, but they know, like, I'm I'm like a faulty light switch because I, the music has to be right. It has to yeah. be beautiful. It has to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. That makes sense, man. Um, what are some, what's an interesting or some interesting facts or something that people don't know about you as an artist? Um, I would say... I can't swim. I can't swim, guys. That would be... That would be that. Um, I can swim in water. I can stand in. Let's change that. Um, but no, um, I think just... I think they might not understand the work that goes into it, me as an artist, and the passion that I, I put into it. Now, I do have people that said they do, you know, they, they do get it, but... Um, I think just, and I don't, I don't know. Maybe everybody says this, but they they just don't have all it. People don't believe yet, mm. and I'm like, hey, that's fine. I feel like who's my man in the Bible, no, uh, Noah? Like, hey yeah. guys, it's gonna rain. I'm telling you, it's gonna rain. I need y'all to get on this boat. You don't have to, but I got a boat here. I've been building for a very long time. And I feel like Noah, like, hey guys, I got this big boat. I'm not, you know, I don't, I, ain't, I can't tell you when it's gonna rain, but yeah. I know that there's gonna be a flood of blessings coming. So jump on the boat now, so I can so. account for you, and we can be in the mix. And people are still skeptical, and it's yeah. like, okay, you know, I don't hate you, I love, still love you, <laughs> but once this flood's coming, I'm moving, I'm, I'm out of there. and and we're not talking every yeah. day, yeah, you know. Yeah. Too sad, so sad. <laughs> you drowned. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, for real. I, I I feel like that even with uh even with Chef Radio, bro. Um, I feel I was, it. I feel it, man. I feel. I feel the. I feel it, dude. It's funny because. So I'm glad I'm here. I can be like, hey, I was here. <laughs> I was here. No, nah, for real. One of my guys I was talking to um a little bit ago. Uh, he was. I'm an emotional ass person. I'm gonna be honest. So. I'm sensitive about my art. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, right, right, like right, right. Tech Nine once said, I'm, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. So, mm-hmm. when people, when I ask people to come on my show. Shout out to Badu. Yeah. <laughs> so, when I ask people to come on my show, bro, like, I don't, you could tell me no and I, and that's not going to bother me. What bothers me is when I tell, I ask you when you say yeah and then I try to book you a time or I have my assistant try to book you a time or whatever and then you don't respond. And then you don't respond. Yeah. Or they no call, no yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that that oh. shit gets on my nerves. Oh, because you can't get time back, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Can't like, you're wasting back. my time. Yeah. Like, if you, yeah. Didn't, if you didn't want to do it. I was a sly good gate to somebody else. Bro, like, if you didn't want to do it, you can just you, say bro. you didn't want to do it. I feel so, you, uh, I was talking, mean, this guy, he, uh, asked him to be on the show before mm-hmm. and, uh, he basically did it. Did the, oh yeah, like yeah, I'll do it. Didn't didn't do it. And, didn't uh, schedule or didn't show. They both no, bad. It basically, did, basically didn't show because I already had them. You had them scheduled. Yeah. Ah! And, um, Fiddlesticks. And I guess he ended up seeing a couple more people come on the show that he yeah. knew. Oh, and then uh-oh. he uh, he asked he, to come he doubled on the back. Show. I was like, yeah. oh, ah. So oh, I was like, oh. I was pissed. Because it's like, bro, I, now I don't even really technically want you on my show. Right. I feel that. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. Because I already asked you. You said, yeah, and then you didn't choke. I feel that. So, 
my guy was like, "Hey, bro, you got to keep it business." He was yeah. like, "If you if you want to if you want to charge him, charge him. If you want to not let him on the show, don't let, let him on the show. show." He was like, "But if you gonna let him on the show, keep it business." Keep business. That's true. That's right. That's and right. He was right. like, "That's fair. That's a good friend." He was like, "He this person that did that." He, he might be the first, but trust me, bro, he's not going to be the last. All right. Because. All right. And that's a lesson. Yeah. No, yeah. for real. And I was yeah. like, man, you know, yeah. that was that was some cool shit he said because it's true. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's facts. Like, 100%. He, I, he was like, bro, he was like, you're coming up. People are kind of seeing it or whatever. And they don't want to jump on it until they see everybody else doing it. That's and it's hot. Unfortunately, that's the world we live in, yeah. player. And I'm That's like, it, yeah. And he was like, bro, it's gonna happen again and again and again. Yeah. He was like, you just can't, you just gotta keep the business. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, it's it's hard as fuck for me to do that because I'm mm-hmm. I'm an emotional person and mm-hmm. I'm sensitive about my shit. So I see. you know what I'm saying? If you if you want that type of time, that's why I like I have my assistant handle all of that shit. Because if I handle it, you're not gonna come on my shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel <laughs> you my, assist- my assistant is handling it for your safety. <laughs> for that's, real. That's basically what he said, ladies for and real. gentlemen. If you're thinking about it, don't waste his time. That's facts. Gotcha. That's I facts, got you. I, that's, that's real talk. Oh, as a singer, bro, do you have any anybody that's an inspiration to you? Um, I do, man. And um, just a little side note, because mm-hmm. again, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. You know, this whole process of you know just being an artist and you know growing and ascending consistent progressiveness has always been a, a big thing for me you know i've always been on an upward incline and i've practiced this moment you know i'm i'm, I'm dead ass man i've practiced you know just talking when i talk to just random people about my music yeah. I, I always tell them or even if i don't tell them i say it in my brain Every time I answer this, some any type of these questions, you know, it's practice for when boom, we're we're in the moment, and yeah. I'm in the moment, and I'm just I just had my moment. You know what I'm, saying? <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, um, but nevertheless, um, so yes, the people who inspire me, um, and it might not be the typical people that you know everybody might come on here and say, mm-hmm. but um, I'm deeply inspired by again people who make music that is timeless. So Anita Baker. Okay. Um, Luther Vandross. Ooh. Um, Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, James Brown. Um, uh, just Michael Jackson, Prince, yeah. The Beatles. I'm not the, uh, not the Beatles, but I love the Beatles too. But um, um, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yep. So just music that just it's like meat. It's yep. like a pot roast. You know what I'm saying? Like, it has to cook all day. Yeah. And, it, and when you eat it, it's going to sit on you all day. <laughs> sure. You know what I'm saying? So those, that's the type of music that I, you know, that I love. If you could do a collaboration with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be? Um, That's a two. I can I can I can answer it in two parts. Okay. Because I, as much as I love being an artist, I love... I pride myself in my writing. So I also want to, at the end of the day, when I die at 108 in July-ish, <laughs> um, I want to, not only do I want to be known for the music that I gave, but also music I wrote, kind of real baby faces. You know, my mom My mom used to always say, people like Babyface and Kirk Franklin, um, they have the Midas touch. Mm-hmm. And she's always like, you always want to have the Midas touch. Cause like I said, she's a music person too. You always want to have the Midas touch. No matter what they touch, baby. Is gold, no matter what they touch, is gold, and so I want I want that. That yep. is a, that's a big inspiration for me, and so I would like to have written a song for either Luther or Whitney Houston, um, and I would like to just have collaborated. With um, Mike mm. on some music, on some on some funky, but those are the dead people. So I know, I know I'm going against the rules. But, no, no, I said dead or alive. It don't matter. Um, the people who are alive, I I I have this vi- I have the same you know same vision we was talking about earlier. I have the vision you know I, I want I'm gonna write a song for um, Jasmine. Mm. Jasmine Sullivan. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm gonna write a song. Oh, and if she asks me to sing with, I might pass out. <laughs> but you know, so I'll say her yeah. too. I want to. I would love to collab with her. 
and write a song for her. And I feel like I'm a, I'm gonna write a song for Adele, but she's gonna she's gonna fight me. I'm like Adele, I know you write your stuff, but please let me just let me just write with you. So I think those are my people. For sure, man. It sounds like you uh you definitely want to leave a legacy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. If you're not going big, what are we doing? Like I tell my kids, if if you're not, if you didn't wake up to be the best, if you're not waking up to want to work to be the best, why are you breathing? And some of the kids go, I said, I didn't study, call your parents. But, you know, (laughs) if you, but that's, I want you to be serious about whatever you're working on, man. If you don't wake up to be the best at what you're doing, whether it's music, whether it's stacking cups, whether it's, you know, (laughs) podcasting, whatever it is, if you're not waking up to be the best at it, then why are you breathing? Yeah. Why are you here? That's a fact. You know? That's a fact, man. Respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's something. I, that's definitely something I want to do. I've always, even before I started being a DJ and started the podcast stuff, is uh, leaving a legacy, man. Yeah, bro. Um, I, I always wanted to do that uh, to where years upon decades after I'm gone, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. people are like, yo, Preem did this. You know what I'm saying? He started yeah. this or he did that. He did this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want to start something. And I feel like, my, honestly, bro, like, because of the way everybody's talking about how Chef Radio is, you know, new and not done out here and, you know, stuff like that. If I started and it take off, you know what I'm saying? And then other people do it. That I started that legacy. You know what I'm Boom. saying? I started it. Boom. You know, I started the wave. Boom. So, you know, when people talk about somebody like DJ Screw or so like Texas people and stuff like that, it's like that, you know, these are the people who started that stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to be the person that started it. And Houston, and, and if you if if you start something in Houston, Houston will respect your legacy. We're all Absolutely. We're, we're we're about loyalty. I don't know about all these people who move in here. They they're they're trying to fight <laughs> trying to fight the culture. But you know, the you know, uh people who've been here you know, real and and but I'm not gonna say people. Some people get here and you want to embrace coach. I love them, yeah. you know. But you know, come on, keep Houston, Houston, and we we embrace. You know, we we respect hard work. Yeah, we respect hard work, man. Fall in love with hard work. That's another thing that I tell my kids, man. Mm. Fall in love with hard work. You know. So yeah, that's that's what's up, bro. And and keep working, bro. You are gonna get it, bro. I, I appreciate grind, it, bro. Grinding, bro. I appreciate it, man. That's why. That's why the name of what well, Chef Radio, if you don't know, stands for Started Here, Ending Far. So, Boom. You know what I'm saying? Boom. That's, why I, that's nice. That's why I do it, bro. Started so, Here, Ending Far. I like that. I appreciate it, bro. I yeah, appreciate it, man. Yeah. So, uh, Jock is your artist name. Yeah. Is that, like, your name? Is there a story behind that name? or? Um, It's short for, uh, my, my full name is Jock Quinn. Okay. And, um, and so... <laughs> I'm laughing because my little brother, he's you know, uh, you know, all my family, you know, they call me Jock Jock. Okay, it's my nickname. And so once he heard that I changed my name to Jock, you know, as my stage, I mean, he's been saying, and he's like, bro, I can't call you that. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm gonna call you Ace. And so he's been calling me Ace the last couple of weeks, last couple of months, and mm-hmm. it's, it's it's weird. <laughs> but, but, but yes, it really came from that Jock, and um. I'm a I'm an Omega man, so uh, I kind of capitalize the Q because that's just what we do in yeah. my fraternity sometimes. So and then, and it looked and it looked marketable, guys. So that's that was a big part. I wanted to look marketable on the stuff for sure. Always thinking for sure about that stuff. What's something that you want your fans to get out of your music? Um, I re- again, I, I want them to feel. Mm. I want them to feel where I'm coming from. I want them to feel whatever feelings that the music brings to them. And I want them to be able to go back again and again and again and again. And I want you to want to go back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That that That's what I want. Um, and to be honest, I didn't know I wanted that, to be honest. Yeah. I When my first single came out, and I want to tell my man's story, but... Uh, when my first single came out, I met a guy, and he was like, I was talking about my music to mm-hmm. him, you know, because I don't, I don't talk about everybody about it, but if you ask, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. So, we were talking about the music, and he's like, okay, you know, let me, he's like, you sound nice, let me put, do, 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 do. So, I'm pulling out my stuff, and he already had me in his phone, you know, he already had oh, my wow. single, and I was like, 
this is me. This is me. <laughs> and he was like, oh, snap. And he goes, he was like, dude, you don't know how much you've helped me. And I was like. That's crazy. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. You know? And, That's crazy. And so I think that kind of, like I've, I've always, like I said, I've always wanted to make timeless music, but I think that really dug me deeper into wanting you to feel. And um, the music that I write, and it's kind of go back to the question about what do you what do I want the fans to know about my music, but yeah. it kind of kind of answers both. Um, I write what I see and what I experience. I write what I see, what I experience, and what I've experienced with others. You know, what I'm saying if someone tells me a story, and you know, I'm like, okay, boom, that's wild. You know, we we could write about that. Yeah. You know, just like a comedian, you know, a comedian, a good comedian is going to really tell stories about their life. Or let me let me rephrase that. At least to me, the funniest jokes always come from personal experiences. Yeah. And so and I think the same is with music. But, you know, I will, again, so I want to be an artist who can write music and it be good quality music wherever I whatever aspect I am in my life. Kind of yeah. like Pharrell. You know, okay. like, like goodness gracious. It don't matter what that man is doing. He, he puts, <laughs> <laughs> he, he drops some music. You're gonna jam to yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, again, Midas touch. Yeah, I think Pharrell has definitely has absolutely. You know, so, he's a musical genius. Yeah, dude. So absolute genius. Yeah, so I think that's what I want from for my fans and my peoples and my friends. No, that makes sense. I like that. I like that. I see you. You're clearly a a, a person that takes pride and believes in what's coming up in the future. So tell me what five to 10 years down the line looks like for Jock. Oh, goodness. Five, five years from now, we are everywhere. We are everywhere. I am way busier than I could imagine. I'm, I'm surely not teaching anymore. <laughs> um, and, I am also financially stable. I'm not just everywhere on everybody else's dime or in the pocket of whoever. I'm doing all these things and as well as being paid very handsomely well for it. Yeah. Also have a family. So that makes it even harder. It might not be a big family, but, you know, outside of the family I have. um, You know, I I can probably see myself married in five years and, you know. And stuff like that, but musically, man, I am everywhere, mm. and it might not take five years, but definitely about yeah. five years from now, yeah, uh, I'm everywhere. And so, ten years from now, ten years from now, and it might be I don't know because I'm I'm a big thinker as I yeah. talk. Ten years from now, dude, I I I have this album, y'all, that is. It's like a video game. You know, you reel down far in the video game. You can't even see, but you know you got to get there. Yeah. That's all I got for you. But just know, it is... Yeah, bigger than life. Bigger than life, you for know? Sure. For sure. So for sure. That's, that, that's where we are. What are some goals that you have in your music career? Like, what's, what's some stuff you want to accomplish? Um... And it could be small, it could be big. Like some people may want to win a BET award. You know what I'm saying? Some people look at that as small. Some people look at that as like a Grammy. You know what I'm saying? I I have big and small goals. I think life is a should be a series of accomplishing goals, and and they getting bigger as you continue to ascend and progress. Um, so a few of the small goals I have is knowing the day. And excuse my babies who are watching this. I love you. Um, but knowing the day I can turn in my resignation as a teacher mm. because I'm a firm believer that when I've made three times what I make in a year in six months or three yeah. months, yeah, I can boom. <laughs> or or if I'm so busy slash being paid for it, even if it's not that if I'm so busy every day that I, you know, I can't be that person for my kids who I want to be, I teach fitness grade choir. So, like I said, if I if I'm not there, if I can't be there to make them the best, yeah, and then it's gonna be a sad day, but it's gonna be a beautiful day because boom, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's one, and a big goal outside of performing for the Grammys, or 
whatever black prestigious award show we create because I love the BET Awards but I think we should have a um, a pres- like a high echelon ex- echelon I might be saying that right wrong but like a really prestigious award show boom bam bing for the music that that goes unappreciated um, along with the BET Awards I think we should do both to be honest I feel like we have to take like we have to make it that because I feel like the like the BET Awards, nobody really necessarily cares anymore or like thinks that this is a prestigious. If we made it like, oh my God, like everybody thinks that this is one of the top black I awards. You I know agree, hundred percent. Like, but you got you got artists that don't even care about it. Don't you know what care. I'm don't that care. don't care. That don't show up. That don't perform. That don't do that. So why are we supposed as fans supposed to care about it? You know, it's because. Artists will get in their feelings over a Grammy, mm-hmm. but they mm-hmm. don't get in their feelings, feelings over exactly. a BET award. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I think, and I, again, I think that's a cultural thing. I, yeah, I 100%, absolutely. 100% agree with you. We have to create that. We can either, well, we got two options. We can either stand up today and say, hey, guys, the BET Awards is going to be this. <laughs> And it's gonna be this standard, and we have to live up to it. Yep. A rebranding per yeah. se. Uh, yeah. Or that's what you would have to do. You would have to. Mm-hmm. Or we can let that be what it is, and continue to let that be what it's gonna be, and create this other one where we start fresh on what we want this to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we have to, like you said, maintain that stature and be stricter, like they would say in church, have be in decency and in order. Yeah. And. In the world we live in, you know, everybody wants to do what they want, and that's fine. I, I hear you, but there is still decency and an order. You know what I'm saying? And when we, when you oblige by that, especially when it comes to something that you deem prestigious, you you want to do it. And when you do do it, the people who are acting up gonna either not go or they gonna get in shape because they want to be there anyways. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because so, your bigger artists, they don't go. They don't care about winning the Drakes, the Kanye's. Like, bro, I'm saying. After, you know, they used to be. They used to be there. You know what I'm saying? But, like, after they reached a certain level, they like, I don't really care. I don't, but, you know, Drake, like, hey, I want a Grammy. Like, when he made the song, he made a song about that. I mean, Kanye kind of like, shit on him, but whatever. But, like, I mean, you got to. We have to hold the the award to a higher standard, such as a Grammy, such as you know what I'm saying, all of these higher uh, awards that everybody wants to have. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's it's now kind of like a thing of yeah, I want to be easy work. Like, yeah, eh, whatever. Yeah, it's over there. Yeah, we'll look it's, at it's it. whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then some you got you got a lot of artists that'll Excuse win the award and they're not even in the building. Dude. They're not even in L.A. You Beyonce, know Beyonce do it every year. <laughs> I love Beyonce, but she does every year. You know what I'm saying? We have to, that's something that just we would have to hold to a higher standard and be like, okay, this is going to be one of the top awards. Or, like you said, create a a new one, but you have to have everybody on board to know, like, this is the achievement as a black person in the music industry. In the music industry. And and you could do it for each one. Like, you, you can still have. The, the 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 inclusive one with everybody, but if yeah. we want what we want, why not have it? You know That's what I'm right. saying? Why why not? What, what what what? Especially if I believe Tyler Perry done bought BT, why not, sir? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. what, what are we doing? Yeah. So I, I agree, bro. You um as a as an artist, you ever got writer's block? Um, yeah. How do you overcome it? keep pushing man i just you know i go back go you know i go do something else mm-hmm. i'm like okay this isn't working i'm tired <laughs> <laughs> and i go do something else and unfortunately sometimes some songs just like just like i was just talking about the song earlier yeah i don't go back unfortunately <laughs> i don't go yeah. back but i also know that when i do it's gonna be purposeful mm-hmm. and like i said this first what i'm experiencing literally right now that was because I, I literally wrote that last year in April. I wrote it in okay. April. Okay. Of twenty twenty two. And I had nothing for it. I was like, okay, boom. Okay. And I kept kept on with my day. Yeah. Or, you know, if I go I have my voice memos here, I have I'm up to about like maybe like eighty voice memos. Whole mm-hmm. different whole different remember I had my I got my stick, but there's a whole other list right here of stuff, you know? Yeah. And so technically all that is writer's block. 
The one anything that's not complete is writer's block. At least for me. And I'm again I'm thinking as I go. Yeah. But some now now when if it's something I gotta work on, like I gotta finish, um, yeah, I gotta I gotta step back, figure it out, you know, make go, you know, do what I gotta do. Yeah. And then and then come back and see um see what I got, you know? Yeah. But it has to flow. It has. It has to come. Absolutely. It. it, it, it I'm not gonna force it. Absolutely. Yeah. You got a, a a most memorable moment in your career so far? Um. Yeah, I have. Uh, I, I definitely do. Um. I recently performed at um, this Fresh Orange event. Shout out to Fresh Oranges. Um. I recently performed at one of their events, and this lady. It was her birthday, and I kind of I was I was already excited. Most of the time, mm-hmm. again, I treat it like a job, so mm-hmm. I, you know I want to come. I'm excited about the music because yep. I'll make music for free. But you know I'm excited to come in there and do a job and make some music. So, but this one I knew it was gonna be funky because you know boom it was coming we was coming with it. Mm-hmm. So we started the show. The goal was the first song we was gonna do was uh, was a mashup of um, Backstabbers by the OJ's and. I wish I didn't miss you anymore. And you can check out some clips on my Instagram, by the way, Jock Will J L C Q W I L L. But we were um, we were jamming. Mm-hmm. Well, we was that, that that's what we were supposed to start with. And so get on stage, and so you know the, the beats rock, and I'm like, hey, you know, I take birthday serious. Shout out to you. And she was like, well, it's my birthday, you know, black girl. She, yeah, you know, really <laughs> turned up. And you know, the whole crowd was just really, really. They were ready, and yeah. it was so cool because I happened to go last that night, and they they Fresh Orange just put on some they put on some really dope events, and so you know it was, it was of course it was a lot of people there. It's so happened to go last, and so then you know stuff was running late, so I didn't get to perform to like ten ten thirty. So I was definitely feeling I was like oh I'm superstar status tonight. <laughs> so we so you know I get some juiced up, so man, so we're performing, yeah. and it was just a beautiful moment, man, because you know we rocked we really really rocked the house. So you know that was beautiful. Um, and then like I was talking about earlier, when that guy, when that guy told me, you know, I, I, I helped his relationship by, mm-hmm. you know, him listening to my song. I was like, whoa, sir, you're touching me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, so those, those are definitely two big memories I have so far. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. I think the, that's one of the biggest things about music, um, is being able to, to make somebody feel a certain type of way or. Um, being able to touch somebody in the in the musical aspect, yeah, uh, that's the most important part. You know what I'm saying? Like, because music is super powerful, super powerful. Yeah, man. it is, dude. So, it's, it's ridiculously powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, off camera, you said you had some questions for me. You had a, you you had a couple questions. Oh you yeah, ask me? yeah, yeah. <laughs> My turn. Um, how long how how long have you been? How long have you really been been doing the Chef Radio? Ten months. Ten no, months? wait. Technically, so I started Chef Radio really at the end of August, so it technically would be eleven months. Okay. But um, my first interview did not happen until uh, September eighth, which was actually my birthday. Well, uh, come on now. So I technically say the birthday of Chef Radio is actually my birthday, which is September eighth. So that's why I say ten months. So. That's what's up, man. That's, that's really what's up. up. I guess that dude, that's that's what's up. I I I felt like you've been doing this for years. Nah, man. Interviewing nah. people. So um, I don't know if I ever shared this story on camera. Maybe I have. I don't know. But uh, the reason why I even started Chef Radio is uh, actually I think I have. So in eighth grade, I was going through puberty, <laughs> and like my that. voice changed. And uh, from from the summer to eighth, or from the summer of seventh grade to eighth grade, and I went to class, my math class. I didn't talk to anybody the whole day, and then uh, I went to my math class because I didn't know how people would perceive my voice because my voice had been like this that makes sense. since eighth grade. That makes sense. So I was like, I'm not talking to nobody. That makes sense. <laughs> and yeah. um, first day too. Yeah, it was first day. Oh school. yeah. Oh first yeah. Day that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. Um, you know, if the teacher was like, you know, called my name, I'm like. I ain't say nothing. So I got to my math class and my uh, teacher, Miss Dacus, she said, I don't want no hands in the air. You need to say say you're here or present or something like that. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Well, Well, it is. Made it this far. She gets to my name 
I'm sitting in the back of class. She gets my name. She calls my name. I was like, here. Everybody <laughs> in the class turns around. And and I will never forget it. Miss Dacus looks up at me like. But she because she was looking at she didn't even know it was me. The class knew it was me. Uh, but she was like kind of confused on. Who's this, who's this grown man yeah. in my class? So everybody was like, "Who is this grown man?" Yeah, in yeah, class? yeah, yeah. And um, she asked, she was like, "Who said that?" I was like, "Me." <laughs> she, she was like, "Okay," like she was a little confused. And then everybody in the class was just like, "Like I remember, shout out uh, Sly Sylvester. He was he was a cool dude." Um. He started mocking me after that. He was like, here. He's like, yeah, my, my real name is Javion. So they were like, yeah, my name is Javion. I'm like, dude. I'm like, bro, I can't help it. Like, I'm sorry, but I can't help it. And, That's cool, bro. And, and it was so funny because that year, because, man, they had me do the, man, they had me do the school announcements, like, on the thing around the school. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Oh, my God, bro. Like, it, it was, was cool. Wait, wait, wait. It was announced at the evening or in the no, morning? it was in the morning, Yeah, this, so, is your, this is your cool voice in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, these people, yeah. like, I remember, like, it was, it was guys and girls or whatever, and they'd be like, who is this grown-ass man? Because mm. they, like, when I was in the eighth grade, you know, Sixth graders and seventh graders don't know who I am, right? So they think that it's a like it's a teacher or it's a faculty member or something like that. And then they were like, they were like, "Who's the person on the announcements? I never see him." And they were like, "Oh, that's <laughs> a student. That's a student." <laughs> I'm looking for that dog for six months now. I don't know where he at. So yeah, that's man, it was, funny. It was just wild. That's, people, that's cool, man. And then so Miss Dacus was like, uh, at the, before the end of the school year, she was like. uh she pulled me to the side. She said, hey. Um, <laughs> she said like that? Yeah, she was like, uh, you should do radio. Yeah. And um, yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm in the eighth grade. I'm like, Ms. Dickens, what you talking about? I'm about to be a roller coaster architect. Man, what you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. What you talking about radio? Yeah, that's cool too. And dude, from that day on. It was it was done. Man. Changed your life. I mean, women galore. Yeah. They'd be like. Yeah. You should do radio. Yeah. You should do radio. Oh, yeah. oh God, I love your voice. Yeah, and I'm like, that's a real, dude. That's that's a blessing, bro. Like that's a whole just like a singer is a singer, yeah. or 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 an actor is an actor, a person with the voice. Like that's I think it's like this should be category the voice, dude. Yeah. Like y'all y'all in your own lane, <laughs> in your own lane. Because everybody can't just get on the radio. Everybody yeah. can't do that. But when you got the voice. Yeah. Dude, you, you you write your own ticket. You can do what you want to do. <laughs> yeah. Real talk. So you can sell stripes to a zebra if you want to. Man, and, and it's so funny because I from the eighth grade till even today I still hear it. But uh well, man, I was You should do radio. Yeah, like you should do radio. And I was at I remember I was, get working, mine at, in. <laughs> I was working at uh, <laughs> famous footwear and um two ladies came in the same day. Uh-huh. One lady came in, she was like, I was like, Hello, how you doing? She was like God, I love your voice. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, you just, you be just stopping women. Just like, yeah, I don't even know yeah, what I want anymore. Just speak to me for real. And then um, <laughs> she was like, before she walked out, I was like, you know, here, here you go, have a nice. She was just like, you know what, you should do radio. And I was like, yeah, ma'am, I've, I've heard that multiple times. You know what I'm saying? And then some lady comes in later on in the day, and same day, by the way, same day. She, you know, I'm like, hello, how you doing? She's like, oh my God, <laughs> I love your voice. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, oh, I don't snap. Know, I, I ain't even trying to like toot my own horn, but like, I don't know like what it do to the women, but it do something to it. It's, it's like a it's, quiet storm yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's <laughs> so, exactly what it is. <laughs> so Get this, this lady, she, she, uh, I check her out. She was like, you know, I'm not gonna lie, you should do radio. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "You know what?" Because people don't just say that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. People don't just tell people you yeah. should do radio. I was like, "Well, God, clearly you've been telling me for the past eight years, mm-hmm. ten years to do this, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. might as well go ahead and do it." Mm-hmm. So I created Chef Radio, um, to where I made it a podcast, but I also made it like a radio show, mm-hmm. to where you still get your music, 
Um, I used to, well, I still do it sometimes. I haven't done it in a while, but I do it like a little segment called the Rap Snacks where it's just me on here and I'm just kind of like talking about stuff that I've got going on or like, you know, just stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, be like that. And be then like that. my interviews, but I always, I always wanted to also help put people on because nobody ever really did that for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I was an artist. No, so I was like, you know, I want to help other people. Build as you so, climb, man. Our real talk. So yeah, bro. I got, I got one more. I got one more question sure. for you. I got one more question. Okay, and I and I ask, I mean, I've kind of created a case study, kind of. Okay. Like this, and I love asking people, especially people who you know love music like I do. Yeah. All right, here you go. You got a concert, right? Yeah. You got five artists, dead or alive. Now you can go as deep or as shallow as you want, but you can dead or alive. Your genre, whatever, whatever genre you want. But it's your concert. And if you want to add an extra layer to it, give me open the close. What you got? Five artists. Five artists. You can give them to me regular or you can give me open the close. Whichever one you want. Five artists, dead or alive. So, we're going to do a hip hop concert. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Drake got to be there. All right. Wayne got to be there. Mm-hmm. Pac got to be there. That's three. Yep. It's a good concert, by the way. <laughs> um, man, I people are gonna scold me for not saying Jay Z, but I just I, I won't scold right. you. I I don't. Hey, Jigger. Yeah, great business. I, I, uh, I respect. I, 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 I respect Jay Z. He just you. probably wouldn't be at my yeah. concert. hundred um, percent respect. Oh, I mean, he do like, he do R and B and hip hop sometimes, but like Chris Brown. Okay. I Chris Brown. Like okay. I, 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 okay. Chris Brown heavy. That's that's a cold concert though. That and then, we are uh, rocking. One more. They all got songs together too, right? These are, no, except Pac, but yeah, he'll come out there and <laughs> do stuff. Uh, Nikki. Okay. Yeah. That that's that's a put that, a female on that line. That's in there. Yeah. So basically, a Young Money concert. With with Tupac and. Oh, uh, man. That's funny. And uh, uh, Chris Brown. Yeah. He said, Young Money out here. <laughs> I didn't realize I said it neither. I was just, just, just saying. He said basically a Young Money concert. <laughs> Still a great concert. That's <laughs> funny. That's funny. That's good, bro. That's good. <laughs> I did not realize that. I did not realize that. He said, yeah, basically Young Money concert with Chris Brown and Tupac. Oh, man. Oh, man. Nah, I'd go funny. to that. That's funny. I'd go to that, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so they're my, they're my artists, man. I, that's uh, cool. I like all of them different artists for different reasons. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be no cliche person to be like, oh, Tupac, Biggie, Jay Z. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I like who I like. You know what I'm saying? And that's and that, and that's part of the reason I, I've asked asked people that question. I, I think I've been asking people that question. I think probably like a few years now, a couple mm-hmm. years now, because it just it just really gives me a perspective of you know just where you are, not necessarily where you are musically, but what type of music you're really into. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you really had to choose, you know what I'm saying? Because it's your concert. Yeah. It's nobody else's. It's yours. What are you jamming? What are you rocking? Yeah. And, you know, when you speak to people who, like I said, I've had people go real deep and they'll spread all across all things. Like I said, they'll give me open to close because they, yeah. they're creating. And that that's just another aspect. You know, it's just like, okay, you really dug into this just now. All right. I love it. Let's go. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, I love it. Yeah. That's what's up, bro. Um. Uh-huh. Which, what do you think about social media and uh, the artistry game right now? You think social media has hurt or helped the game? I think I think it has its pros and cons. I think if you were on the wave before the algorithms really jumped on stuff, like the people in the business, like really, really. Like when people were really, really getting famous overnight for stuff. For sure. If you were on that wave, hundred percent benefit. Mm-hmm. I think on the back end of that wave, you know, you have now people. You you know, the game is 
harder to push through. You know, yeah. I mean, it's always been like that, but you know, the avenues are a little bit more difficult to pierce through because it's not new. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing everybody's it. doing it. So you you know it it <clears> makes <throat> you have to dig any dig even deeper into your artistry, and some people can, some people can't do that. Um, I also think social media has helped and hurt the artist in a way because gone are the days where you're discovered like Tony Braxton or discovered like somebody, uh, I forgot who's the lady who got discovered at the gas station. You know what I'm saying? Dude just pulls up and hears her singing like, oh my God, I love your voice. You know? Um, Chris Brown got kind of discovered that way. Really? Yep. Oh, snap. Mm -hmm. Well, Chris Brown. Okay, boom. So I'm saying so, but now, now, you they want you to already have you a fan base and a backing, but if you're a smart artist, if you care about your financials at the end of the day and you care about the business side of the music, then you realize I've already done the work, people. I don't need you anymore. Now, hell yeah, I need your distribution, but I can sign me a a, um, a, a a distro deal right then and there, but I don't have to necessarily sign my rights to you for perpetuity of of me, me, my name and my brand or I don't have to uh, sign a publishing deal especially if I'm writing my own stuff I don't have to give you my publishing we can sit here and do a quick little distro deal and boom you get paid because of who I am and what's going on and I, I get paid because you got the stuff that I can do I, I mean, think a lot yeah. of it too which really sucks a lot of people don't really respect the art anymore it's, they look at it like a get rich quick scheme yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, and now you doing? Are you talking about like individuals, the art individuals who are working on the art? Are you talking about the business side? I'm, I like, mean, like the like the, the business people. people. No, no, no. I'm talking about like artists. Oh, okay, like, okay. Just make sure. like, okay, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, like they yeah. look at it like, oh, I can be famous real quick and I'll get all this money. And it's like, honestly, if you really don't know the game, you can get Man. messed over, like. Dude, you better go way. watch a documentary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. You know, people don't understand. Um, and I, because and, I'm in the school for music business management. Nice. So a lot of people don't understand, like, the stuff that goes into actually doing this or a deal or 360 deal or a publishing deal or all this yeah. other stuff. You don't understand what you just think, oh, I'm signing in a deal. They're giving me a million dollar advance. Mm -hmm. you, you do know you got to pay that back, right? No, they don't. <laughs> you know and like I said, they don't. And, <laughs> and unfortunately, especially those people, because they, they pry on the ones yeah. who don't. You know what I'm yep. saying? Because they know it's a million dollars. It's a million dollars I can pick from. Yep. So they find this one person, especially in the hood, these these people who are these rappers trying to make it out. They know they're struggling on, on slanging, you know what I'm saying? Trying to take care of their mama, their grandma, their baby mama, whatever. And they say, hey. I got 250 bands. Yep. I got 500 bands. And just, mm, just quick sign this contract. Your music, mm, your music jamming. Yep. And they just know it, boom, you sign it. And they do. They do what they tell you. They're going to they gonna blow you up. Yep. And now you ask them where that money at. And they was like, oh, you done spent it yep. on every, all this stuff. On that stuff. chain, on that car, on that house. And, on the music, and the music that you making, we charge you for that too. That too. And the food you ate, we charge you on that too. <laughs> for real. And now you back pissed off. That's yeah. why they make now that's mad. now you getting on Instagram live talking about, oh, my life is bad and I was better off because you didn't read. Nah. And you broke. And you didn't you didn't want to read. But they took broke. advantage of you too. Yeah. It's fifty fifty. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And artists don't realize like your money don't come back. You don't see no money until you recoup. And then yeah. you and then you'll see it a little bit after yeah. that. If you if you did more than re, just recouping, like if you if they gave you five hundred thousand but you made back two million, there you go. You know what I'm saying? Now you get a little yeah, bit of yeah, bread yeah. back. Now, now you made some bread. Yeah, but but you made five hundred. You made if they gave you five hundred thousand. You made five hundred and one k. You ain't got that much money. Mm -mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know your your money comes from tours, merch. You know what I'm saying? Like all of this other stuff, but you don't really see that like that. You yeah, know what I'm and, and, and then not only that, even so, sometimes with the tours, you may not get that, get a lot of money because who's funding it? Exactly, the label. Exactly, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly, and don't let you also be signed to one of them five album deals, 
And we oh, got to yeah. approve the songs on the album. Yeah. So you can be like, okay, let me make this music, but shoot. If they they gotta approve it, and they gonna yep. tell you when they want you to drop it. Yep. So you like, shoot, I'm 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 a slave. Yep. I'm a slave to the game, man. Yep. But again, if you're not if you're not up on this, or if you're just one of the people who just want to make music, like Jimi Hendrix, he's he's one of the people I love. Me some Jimi Hendrix, mm-hmm. and but Jimi. All he wanted to do was play his guitar. That's all he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And he was he is voted right now. You can look it up. Best guitar player to ever do it. But died broke. Because all he wanted to do was play his guitar. And never wanted to sit in no meetings. Never wanted to understand the business. And by the time he realized he was broke, he was already, it was, it was too yeah. late. Yep. Yep. I don't want to be Jimi Hendrix, right? No, nah, for real. Straight up. For real, I'm gonna ask you two more questions, man. All right. Before we get out of here, right. uh, you as an artist, this we know the game is oversaturated with people who want to sing, who want to rap, who want to do this, who want to do that. What makes you stand out and believe that you're gonna make it bef- over everybody else, and also that you're gonna last? Mm. One, I would say just. My faith, mm. it might sound crazy, but, you know, faith that transcends all understanding is, is what I live on. Two, the work. Again, I'm willing to put in the work. I'm, I'm willing and I'm wanting to put in the work. I, 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 I want to put my head down and work to get to the top. And I know that's going to pay off. And three, the product. Mm. Because once the work is done, the product that I'm going to give you, like I always tell my team, anything that we do, guys, will be USDA steak, A certified. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Certified steak, bro. Certified steak. That's what we, that's what we have to give. That is the, that is, not on, that's not the standard. That is the foundation. Yeah. The the greatness is the foundation, and everything that we go to above that is going to be the plus. You know what I'm saying? But greatness is where we have to start. And so when you get the product of that, I want you to feel that. I want you to feel that every single time. And if you don't feel that, come tell me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Real talk. And I tell my team that I don't. I don't want anybody on my team is gonna be a yes man or a yes guy. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. You're you're wasting both of our time. Yeah. Because I also greet them. Hello, future millionaires. I say it every time. Mm. My manager, my manager, <clears throat> well, they're like co-managers. But the guy, he's an engineer for big old farm, six figures. He makes his bread. His wife, anesthesiologist. They mm. make their bread. Yeah. You know, they live long enough and put their bread together. They will be millionaires either way. But future millionaires, I greet everybody on my team like, hello, future millionaires. Because that's if we continue to work and we put forth our best effort, it's going to happen. For sure. It was, but my, my apologies. It's going to happen, period. Yeah. But how quickly can we make it happen? Yeah. And that's when I, when it kind of goes back to what I was saying about, you know, just the belief. And, you know, and that's okay. It's, it's all right. It's my job to lead and continue to show you that this ain't no game. This ain't no play play. Facts. So. Facts. Nah, so I, faith, I like work, that. and product. Yeah. Yeah. So when Jock is uh, super big, you know what I'm saying, billboards everywhere, New York, Times Square. Everywhere. All of that worldwide. You uh, Do you plan on coming back to Houston and doing something for your city? Of course. What you want to do? Um... Outside of come back and let's make beautiful music, uh, I want. I think me being as a teacher, I think that'll probably be the avenue that I'll always stick with, making sure that schools are up to date with their ability to make good music. Mm. So I, again, me being a choir baby, so I might always lean a little bit towards choir, <laughs> yeah. but you know, making sure your facility is up to standard. If you want to make good music and you're in here already making good music on boo-boo material, I got you. Let's go. Yeah. 
don't even what Nicki Minaj say. We don't even look at the price tag. Just, <laughs> just bill me, yeah. Yeah. bill me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because at the end of the day, it's all about the kids. It's, it's real talk. All about the kids, and that's why I'm a I'm a stickler about education. But at the end of the day, the only person who suffers the most is the kids. Us as adults, we have degrees, or we have certifications, or we have life experiences, we have knowledge. We at least graduated high school. Yeah. But every, a lot of stuff that we do right now for our babies are not in their best interest, mm. and it's baffling. Yeah. So. Yep. All right, well, Jock, man, go ahead and shout yourself out. Tell everybody where they can find you, find mm. your music, all of that, man. You can find me on all of your social media platforms, um, Spotify, iTunes, Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Uh, title, all of those. Um, IG, Jock Will, J O C Q W I L L, Jock Will. Come find me. Come check out the music. Album drops next Friday, um, 7 14 23. Animado, book one. Thank you. Love you. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you for coming on the show, man. Doing no your problem, thing. man. I enjoyed myself. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir, man. Y'all yeah. keep it locked. You already know the dessert mix up next. It's Jock, DJ Preem, doing the damn thing. Ow! It's Chef Radio.